0: thing that i have learned about our apartment is that nothing has ever been changed in it like i just i just cleaned i just changed out like our stove filter because the other one got covered in fire extinguisher gunk oh yeah And i was like okay guess we better do that guess we better do that
1: did you happen to find out what that gunk is called
0: uh no it's just gunk there's like because I didn't get to read the label, because it was our neighbor's fire extinguisher, so I don't know what the gunk is. I think it's there's like a few different types. It's
1: probably feta cheese.
0: <laughs> Yum. It's it's like it's kind of like the parmesan that you get in the shakers, like the craft parmesan. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Just imagine that all over your kitchen floor. Oh. Imagine cleaning that up with like three different rounds of Swiffering. You know
1: what? I have and I have cleaned that up before.
0: My day yesterday. That was my day yesterday.
1: It's not fun because when you try to sweep it or move it around, it just blows like like desert wind, just like light dust. It just moves with
2: the with the with your motion.
0: It makes the sound. It makes the bad sound. Don't like it one bit.
2: Ooh. Um, welcome to Music Is Good. My name is Devlin Galloway, and today I am joined by.
3: Hi, I'm Annie Negren. I'm Tuesday Ferguson, and today we are joined by. Nick Sadler. Hi, Nick. How are you?
2: Good. How's it going?
3: Pretty good. Good.
1: Pretty good. Pretty good. It's
3: all right.
0: It's all right.
1: Not too bad. (laughs) Not too bad.
0: (laughs) I did not create a small fire at any point today, so I'm considering it a good one.
1: Excellent. I'm not very sweaty right now for no reason, so it's pretty good for me too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, that's what it's about. Not not sweaty sweaty at all. My arms are
1: cold, but I'm sweating. I don't know why.
2: (laughs) I think being... In this age of social distancing, I think it's still like a little nervous talking to people, even if you don't have to face them.
1: I agree. My my social interactions (laughs) have been strained completely. They're they're just as strained as any comment you've heard me made tonight, like feta cheese coming out of a fire extinguisher. You know, I'm trying my best, guys. (laughs) It's It's
0: not even it's not even feta. It's parmesan. It's it's craft parmesan. Feta (laughs) would be like wet and salty. And
2: delicious. I don't like the idea of wet cheese. I'm sorry, that that was...
0: <laughs> <laughs> wet cheese, wet cheese. Um, imagine, if you will, um, pouring yourself a little cup of the brine from a no. tub of feta. No, Tuesday. Oh, I, <laughs> I kind of want to become, like... I want to become, like, a, a lifestyle influencer or some, like, like great value goop just so I can make that into a thing and be like... Hi, girl bosses. Um, have you tried your feta brine Ugh. today? It's really, it's really
3: full of antioxidants. What is a gatekeep girl boss and <laughs> gaslighters? <laughs> <lighters laughs> <lighters? laughs>
1: Wait, are, are, you, are you saying you have a, you have an idea for something called gaslighters?
3: <laughs> no, no, this is. I feel it's, like this is something a specific. It's a catchphrase from a very specific jaded meme community. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: For those of us who have yeah. experienced gaslighting and gatekeeping at the hands of girl bosses, <laughs> it's how we deal.
1: That's a that's such a specific combination. What are they what are they gatekeeping? <laughs> is it is it the manipulation <laughs> like It's a social huh. phenomenon. They like they don't like it when you want to learn about their manipulations and stuff. This is like, you're a poser. This is not the kind of manipulation we know you to do.
3: No, the point of being a girl boss is like dominating people so they can't know anything about you.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) I think maybe I'm (laughs) out of the loop with girl bosses.
3: You sound very earnest about (laughs) that.
1: I'm taking this very seriously. Anything you guys say. And it's also going (laughs) in my journal.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry to say, but this... This podcast is not the most serious. <laughs> okay.
0: No. None of us have attention spans. So like that's kind of our, that's kind this of our brand. This is
1: perfect except that I am on medication for my attention span. So I might be bringing that level down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, if this goes late, maybe the medication will uh, wear off and I'll just start saying more weird stuff.
3: <laughs> no, we, we support this. <laughs> yeah. We absolutely support this here at Music is Good.
1: Honestly, I just want to be able to read. (laughs) And then after that, my attention can just be wherever it wants. I don't care.
2: (laughs) Uh, So, what are we doing today?
3: Nick, want to tell us about the album we're doing today?
2: Yeah, so I chose
1: an album called Zoo Psychology by a long-since disbanded group called The X Models, or X Models, actually, no the. From the early two thousands and maybe even the late nineties, this is their second record,
3: and it's a pretty sweet record. At that, I didn't think Devlin was gonna like it, but uh, Devlin said they liked it.
2: <laughs> awesome. See, like, see, like you all. I I haven't liked noise stuff in the past, but I like noise rock. They're the difference.
1: Definitely. Back in the day, uh, there was like little distinction between the two. Speaking of gatekeeping, like folks like myself <laughs> are like. They'd be like, I love lightning bolt. <laughs> like, I love noise. And I would be like, That's not noise. <laughs> like, like, that's a rock band. Um
0: You like noise? Name five of the yeah. <laughs> noises.
1: Please name the spectrum of noises.
2: <laughs> you got your beeps, you got your boops. You yep. got your
0: You got your
1: you got whatever a tall boy sounds like. Uh, that's like a necessary <laughs> part of any noise set.
0: You got, you got like the frantic drums, like, like, you know, that video, um, Bert and Ernie go brutal. <laughs> where, <laughs> where it's, it's, it's a, it's a skit from Sesame street where Bert and Ernie are playing drums, but they speed it up and they put some, some drums that sound like this album and it, they just speed it up so that Bert and Ernie are like vibrating <laughs>
1: at the drum. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that's, how this album sounds. That's the noise that happens most of the time.
3: I remember making Devlin very mad when we did what? I think it was episode five when we did uh, bouton and Devlin was not happy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was not so stoked. I...
1: You don't have uh, entirely um, Morrow ground in terms of your listening habits. Is everyone a little bit different in that regard?
2: Oh yeah, we're all a little different. Yeah,
1: I feel like there's definitely. I saw. I saw Annie's Instagram. You seem like you. You, you and I both might like uh, the same types of goth music.
3: Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> I'm just maybe. guessing. I'm
1: just guessing just on the visual maybe, cues. Like
3: maybe you can guess based on uh, the first picture and my Instagram handle, but
1: <laughs> the first picture in your Instagram. I don't even know. Did I miss that somehow?
3: I don't know what picture it is right now hmm i don't actually know what the last thing i posted was <laughs> well
1: i'm looking though dude
3: this is uh, <laughs> Now I'm excuse looking. excuse me
1: oh that's like stalking? a really goth stalking me? kind of dog cartoon
3: oh. Wait, dog? Oh, oh yeah my profile picture
1: oh you know what There's, here's a picture of you dressed as poison ivy from the cramps i saw that that's my, one of my favorite guitar players i thought it was a great costume
3: oh thank you nice job. that was halloween last year Daughters um, did a uh, Tramps
1: tribute, re- tribute record in 2019.
3: Oh, I saw that. That was, um. were you guys on that compilation that 3-1-G did as well?
1: Yeah, that's the one. Yep.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like, wasn't like Chelsea Wolfe and stuff on there too?
1: I think so. You know, it's, it's weird. Oh, I, yeah. shit, sweet. I don't like hardly anyone's covers. And every time we end up on one of these like tribute records, I don't listen to anyone else's songs. I don't even really like <laughs> listening to ours, but I kind of didn't even really look.
3: 31G put out a really good um, birthday co- uh, party cover record as well.
1: We're on that one too. Um,
3: it had a. Co- oh, you were okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a whole bunch of like different. There's a whole bunch of different like Sasscore bands on there, but um, Mel Bananas Whoa. on there, and their co- their cover was really good.
1: You just blew my mind. I have never heard anyone say Sascore in my life. Is that is that Can- <laughs> is that a Canadian version of? I don't, we didn't have a name for it really. I've never heard that.
3: It's like. I mean, Daughters are technically Sasscore, I guess. It's like,
1: <laughs> Your band it's is like, technically this? Wow. That's so funny I'm because so I remember waking up when I was 19 and looking at my guitar and going, I'm definitely doing a SAS core band. That's, that's <laughs> how can I do a Sascore um, band right away?
3: <laughs> um, on our on our favorite website, um, rate your music.
1: <laughs>
3: Sascore is defined as a style of hardcore that emerged out of post-hardcore in the late 1990s and early 2000s, along the growing screamo scene.
1: Unbelievable! That that actually just blew my mind because I lived through that, and I didn't know I didn't know there were like musicologists like perspectives on these like, very small communities now. You know, a lot of yeah, that... Mu- I love a
3: microgenre, you know? I love a Dude, micro you, guys, genre. you guys are mentioned in this description. Like, as time went on, <laughs> certain bands, such as the number 12 Looks Like You, the Sawtooth Grin, and Early Daughters would take oh. the same attitude, aesthetic, and techniques of the original scene.
1: I am no longer happy about this. <laughs> 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 Nothing against those people, but, like... <laughs> The fact that we have been referenced alongside of those bands all this time, it's been oh a no. thorn in my side for, like, 20 years. I'm not kidding. It's like, um, <laughs> I have nothing against these people, but I do not see the connection. Do you know what I mean?
3: Yeah, no, totally.
1: But, yeah, yeah I mean, we've, I can, we've I actually played that. with a lot of those bands at, like, festivals and things over the years. So, in a way, I get it. It's really based on the listenership and not really the music, I I, I suppose.
3: I just kind of thought, like... People are always like, yeah, it's post-hardcore, and I just kind of see it as, like, the bimbification of No Wave.
1: Yeah, thank you. So, like, that's something hardly anyone ever talks about, is, like, our our bimbo aspects. (laughs) (laughs) Just... Bimbo core.
3: okay oh, um. You guys need to hear something. I follow this bimbo on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> she she posted the most amazing thing today. Hold on. Let's see if I can get this to play.
2: Uh.
3: This makes me great your Adderall or get five cups of coffee. I don't care. We have to do. <laughs> grab your Adderall.
1: <laughs> That's insane. No, I. That's I, I, insane. <laughs> you know what's insane about that is the way i got on ritalin is i told my psychiatrist and this is true that to feel normal i have to drink like three to four cups of coffee a day and then i no longer have anxiety or anything else i just feel fine and she was like well that's a pretty severe red flag and i'm like yeah can you just please put me on something so i have to like (laughs) drink this much coffee like am i gonna have what color are my teeth gonna be next year i don't know
0: so is that how you get Sykes to believe you, like, this whole time? I could have just, like, I could have just, like, been, like, I could have just gotten my boss at Starbucks to, like, vouch for me. <laughs> God, that would have been so easy.
2: Oh. <laughs> That kind of just awoke something in me because I feel like I drink three to four cups of coffee to feel normal <laughs> every day. I'm like, oh, maybe I should think about some things. <laughs> it,
1: uh, maybe I don't know. It's possible, you know. I it for me, maybe this is the wrong way for this podcast to go because we mentioned X models for like one second. But um, no, no,
3: it's fine. okay. We just we just rant for an hour and a half straight. So oh,
1: okay. I love I love to talk about mental health topics because they're they're this is not fun and jokey at all. But um. For me coffee is like a coping mechanism. So yeah. if you f- mm-hmm. if you start to become self-aware and maybe are wondering about that, definitely something worth exploring because it could mean there's something else beneath that that um you you, you might have a simple fix for in time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I have like four diagnoses. It's great.
1: Yeah. I don't even want I, I don't tested even want go for into a
3: fifth one today. So <laughs> I'm like I need more diagnoses, right? You Just might. As many as I can get. I'll tell you what,
1: you'll get them if you don't do anything about the ones you have
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> so so maybe just maybe to steer this boat a little back on track do we want to go over a little bit of the history about this band i i knew you i know you um nick you reached out to the band themselves to ask since it's impossible to find anything about them online
1: yeah it's really tough they they really did fall through the cracks which is unfortunate because it's a very Musically, to me, is a very interesting band because in a lot of ways, they sound like their time, but they also sound entirely outside of it. And I can't find anyone who sounds anywhere near their second record, the one we're talking about, Zoo Psychology. The first record's called Other Mathematics, and they made it in their late teens and early 20s in New Jersey. Um, Home recorded, you know they took 6 years to make it as friends just having a good time um uh, and that kind of sounds like it sounds like it fits into the canon of new york bands like the rapture or um you know maybe like old liars um any yeah. any of that sort of like um it's funny i was going to call that like sassy like early 2000s like indie rock stuff um but the x models are a little more strange really, really more challenging than, and then even like the Rapture, uh, because obviously the Rapture is a pop group. They had some like really harsh guitar tones, but the X models, that first record sounds like, um, they listened to maybe Brainiac. I didn't confirm that with them. I didn't even ask. I don't know why, but, um, but then they make this incredible jump in a short span of time where they take all these really unique and angular and complex structures within their music and melodies, and they, they they transformed the music in an extremely simple premise. I was almost embarrassed for asking because I knew the answer. But I was like, how did you make the jump from this album to one that's crazy noisy and really angular and repetitive? And he was like, oh, I went into a guitar store and I played this pedal and it was cool. And so we just really, we just kind of wrote similar music through the pedal. <laughs> it was like, uh, I knew that.
3: So I was, I was actually just going to bring up because... One of the biggest, I mean, there's not a lot of music that came before this that sounds like it did, except for, like, a bit from the No Wave era. Mm -hmm. So I had some stuff kind of written down about that, um, just because I don't think there's, I mean, our general, our audience is pretty general. So, like, I wasn't sure if any, everybody knew exactly what that movement kind of entailed. So I just thought I'd kind of, like, mention a little bit about it, if that's okay with you guys.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm for it.
3: So, don't wait um, stop don't yeah no go ahead
1: please don't talk about my <laughs> no, <no>, wife
3: <laughs> show cancel just like hit the hit the pause in the recording right now we're done
1: my clothes are thoroughly soaked um, I'm so sweaty this is this <laughs> this is the sweatiest interview
2: I've ever done in my life it's okay
1: I feel like wet cheese
2: I went hike. High- <laughs> I went hiking right before this, so I am just absolutely, I'm like smelling myself while we're talking, and I keep getting distracted by like how smelly I am right now, so. I don't
1: think, I I don't think you could find four more damp people (laughs) (laughs) in a single podcast anywhere.
0: I went to Home Depot twice today, so I feel like the dust that surrounded me from the Home Depot has like helped dry me a bit tell there you, me go.
2: <laughs> you got the sawdust treatment
0: yeah
2: I don't know what that was but it was perfect
3: was, was that the Tuesday
0: yeah I don't know what he said what did you say I said you
3: probably are going to need to go a third time she said that I should probably go a third time
1: we're going to need a way more powerful bidet
3: <laughs> so i was just gonna say it's like no way kind of one of those genres you don't like really get it or you don't like it's kind of like it either clicks with you or it doesn't you kind of have to be clued in to appreciate it it was it was kind of like the response to the 70s punk movement in new york and they were like Punk's boring, let's say F- that, and have no tonality and <laughs> ability to play whatsoever. <laughs> they were just like, F- knowing how to play. We're let's gonna just, make a
0: sound. You know, and you're exactly. gonna listen, and you're gonna just <laughs> deal with it.
3: It's just kind of like chaos made by chaotic people. So, a lot of like the front people were super, like, colorful characters. So, it's just uh, like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So I had um our very first episode was on suicide and I didn't really mention it but suicide was kind of like the first no wave band and they were fronted by Alan Vega so he was like a crazy character and then you had other bands like James Chance and the Contortions who was also a crazy character who fought audience members and then uh, and then eventually like all of that all of that era like it was like um like theoretical girls and the lounge lizards that kind of trend like transitioned in the 80s to it like split off into like a dance genre mm. and then it's kind of stuck on its own roots um with a couple other bands notably like sonic youth and swans it's kind of it's kind of a weird genre but it's it's worth looking into but it's kind of the only connection Like the only reference that I have for X models could be no wave because nothing else sounds like them. They're a very unique sounding band.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. That that's perfect and true. And the stuff I was saying about kind of like the early two thousands, New York vibe where they have like a dance thing. Part of that context is also that there was a point in time where like popular indie rock, I'm calling it indie rock, I guess because some of these groups did actually reach levels of success but only at a kind of an indie rock level, if you know what I mean? Yeah. But mm-hmm. these, this, there was like a lot of people at one period in time in the early 2000s and like maybe the mid 2000s that were all, all getting into No Wave and referencing No Wave at the same time. It was like it was built into um, uh, the fabric of, of certain groupings of people you know what i mean so
3: yeah it was like it was like flux information sciences and like the ya-ya-ya's, yeah, yeah, like early ya-ya-ya's yeah, yeah, and stuff like that right
1: yeah 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 and they are yeah. all in that documentary we're talking about
3: yeah yeah
1: although i, uh, I always go, thought that was kind go of a watch kill your idols too. if you
3: can find it yeah it's a really weird one but if you if anybody wants that documentary contact me cuz i will give it to you for free cuz my friend <laughs> ripped it off of a disc for me that he's had in his <laughs> attic for 20 years i bought that I love the documentary
1: i bought that thing on tour i made these guys like drive me to some some place to get it on tour and i watched it on we don't have these anymore but they used to make these like portable dvd players that fold it out into a <gasps> oh, screen i
3: remember those yeah, <laughs> yeah i would i had one of those i had one of those on a car trip as a kid yeah in the back of the honda odyssey and i plugged <laughs> my gamecube into
2: whoa and that's smart playing, <laughs> that's genius
3: and i was playing like shrek smash and crash racing <laughs>
2: that's awesome <laughs> on the,
3: the road trip i remember that quite clearly
1: i went on a lot of road trips and i mostly just looked out the window it's kind of i kind of <laughs> feel a little jealous <laughs> <laughs> see
2: the last time i had one of those like portable dvd players i had found it in a cabin at this like place you're we camping and I opened it up and inside was uh Paul Blart, Mall Cop. <laughs> score, <laughs> score. And it was haunted. It was a
0: haunted copy of Paul Blart.
2: And Blood started it was,
0: coming out of the screen.
2: It was a really scratched copy to be to be fair.
3: Oh man, wow. it's a much loved copy of Paul Cop. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I wonder if that was some some like five year old's favorite movie and his parents are like, Yeah, f it. And they just like let this kid watch Paul Blart like three hundred times and absolutely ruin his future. <laughs>
3: <It's> like... <laughs> More Paul Blart please. Yeah,
1: Everything I know I learned from Paul Blart. Uh it's why my life is going so well. <laughs>
3: So I'm such a successful human being.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway. <And> so-
0: <laughs> Sorry, I've, where were we? I've found some good um, reviews on the online. If folks want to hear some good, some brand new sentences from music reviews from 2003. Yes, please.
1: I, yes. Whoa.
0: Okay. Some brand new sentences I have read today. They were said in 2003 and probably never again. <laughs> <laughs> this one is from Pop Matters, written... On twenty ninth of May two thousand three, it's not even midway through two thousand three, and we've already been subjected to the one one of the most annoying yet oddly compelling at the same time albums of the year. If you're in, <laughs> if you're into shrill, twitchy math rock, then this is the album for you. If not, then run away, run away now.
3: See, <laughs> <laughs> so I th- I think the the math rock comparison is kind of interesting because I heard um when I was listening to it. After I finished the album, I was just driving somewhere in my my little Subaru, and um, <laughs> it it immediately like after the album had tr- had run through, it immediately transitioned to like my Spotify just immediately went to uh, Big Black, and I was like, oh, this kind of these guitar tones and bass tones are like really similar, so I can kind of see that math rock comparison, maybe. Yeah, totally.
1: of
0: them said it's true, so it's true. <laughs> i i the
1: music did not review run
3: says it's right
1: i read that review and i did not run but i will say this if, if you're listening to this and you're gonna check out the record do keep in mind that you you probably will find it annoying it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely kind of annoying but <laughs> i don't know what it is man uh this record just caught me at the right time it absolutely blew my mind I, i've never been able to let it go and i chose it for this not because i thought it would be like maybe the best record we could talk about together but because I knew that I knew it so thoroughly and I'm still listening to it all these years later that I could talk about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um mm-hmm. because some of the other suggestions were were perfect. They were um teenage snuff film by Roland Howard. Um what was the second one that that you that you suggested in the DM?
3: Uh Devin had actually brought it up. It was oh. uh Alan Vega's self-titled.
1: Yeah. I would have went with Station by Alan Vega. Oh, that's, that's a
3: great record, yeah. That's
1: one of my favorites, only because um, I know that one very thoroughly as well. But um, yeah. my other choice, I was so close to picking it, would be um, Nawa Alexandria by Shakira. Do you know this group, the Polish post punk oh, band? Yeah.
3: Oh Shakira. no way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it sounds like Shakira. That's the that's the thing. When you say it <laughs> the way it's supposed to be said, it sounds a little like Shakira. It's Shakira. <laughs> I'm sure I'm doing an injustice
3: no um yeah no they're great they were like a like a polish post-punk like communist band were they not
1: I think so I don't know a ton about yeah. their literal history I just know the record uh that record and its b-sides and stuff like that extremely well
3: yeah know? it's a great record yeah
1: very cool check that out too but yeah no I think with this zoo psychology they totally there's a lot of different things happening so like math rock definitely makes sense no wave makes sense and um, Zoo Psychology reminds me a lot of another band that was around near the same time, and also somehow never really um, grabbed people, uh, which was called Yowie. And I've I've been talking about this band Yowie <laughs> regularly. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, my art days are haunting me right now. <laughs>
3: I'm so sorry. I can't, like, not laugh when I do that. It's like fanfiction. Fanfiction.net has, like, come back to me. Remember Yowie Paddles?
0: <laughs> I'm so sorry, Nick.
1: That's <laughs> okay. That's all right.
0: Are we allowed to say Yowie Paddles on the radio?
1: Yes.
2: Okay, it's cool. It's fine. So all right, wait.
1: Blood. So now you're just going to have to tell me what you're talking about. What is a Yowie Paddle? <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like you're talking about boobs or something. Kind
3: of? I was gonna ask if Nick was clear on what Yahweh is.
1: Like, are you saying Yahweh as in like the cryptid, or are you saying Yahweh as in like, you know, the spiritual thing?
3: No, it's like Y A O I.
1: Y O I? What? <laughs> no, I don't know what that is. <laughs>
0: it's
2: a yaoi paddle.
1: That's the hardcore side. What makes it hard? Is that like engraved into the wood?
2: Um, so yaoi, yeah, the kind of hentai. Just to just to be clear. <laughs> okay,
1: so that that's where the disconnect is. I don't I don't really put anime that much, other than this one movie, Wicked City. But
3: we. Are- Honestly, if you've been if you're like internet poisoned like i am i would have maybe watched mm-hmm. one anime in my entire life and if you're just internet poisoned enough which it doesn't sound like you are nick um this just becomes like a regular term
1: <laughs> i think i <laughs> might just be know I just, that term i think i might be poisoned in a different direction i'm, I'm definitely pointed poisoned by the internet but i I try to uh, I try to leave the internet over there somewhere. I don't know. It's like I'm really trying to fight what the internet is is doing to me. I feel like I lock I go on Instagram and when I'm done, I'm like Jeff Goldblum in The Fly, and I'm like I come out of that thing like you know with extra eyeballs and my nose is falling off. (laughs) uh, I don't know, man. I really try to.
0: Instagram does to you. I feel like you would just crumble into dust on the spot at DeviantArt. (laughs) At what? At DeviantArt. Oh,
1: DeviantArt, Deviantart. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: Home of the Yowie paddles.
1: I've never (laughs) seen these Yowie paddles though. I don't know what I'm looking at. That I'm missing these Yowie paddles. A lot of
0: depictions of Sonic. A lot of varied depictions of Sonic the Hedgehog in creative predicaments.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, So that that might mean sex, maybe.
0: These are bases a lot of children.
1: Okay, so maybe not sex. <laughs>
0: yes. No, you were right the first time. I was.
1: So it's kids,
0: 7th it's graders. It's 7th graders in their process of getting jaded to the world via this the is, internet.
1: I think about this sometimes. I'm like, what are these kids like, for instance, there's this guy covering a daughter song on YouTube, and what he does is he takes a, 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 a microphone and he just puts it up against a vacuum and then just sits there while the vacuum runs, which <laughs> is, is kind of clever, right? And in the background is the biggest, like, nude uh like manga poster ever like it's like i'm not even sure he realized like i don't know if he positions himself in front of it intentionally or not or if he's so used to seeing this thing but like
0: you are just painting a picture in my mind right now and it is beautiful
1: uh, you know and uh i see a lot of this and i'm like people are really fapping off to these crazy cartoons man <laughs> That's why when you said Sonic the Hedgehog, I was like, I just pictured Sonic the Hedgehog in like some insane like threesome or something. Like, I don't know.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's tame. That's that's very mild.
1: Okay, all right. So oh, I'm man. I'm trying not to gross you guys out. That's I'm trying to be an adult, I guess. I don't no,
3: know.
0: No, oh, no, you no, don't. No. No. You are. We are not delightfully innocent. You're delightfully innocent to the depths of DeviantArt.com.
1: Okay, I me mean, I have a surface level <laughs> understanding of DeviantArt?
3: surface level understanding um, okay okay yeah. confession i accept this time confession time when i was uh 12 i used to post my uh harry potter fan art on tv <laughs> oh same <laughs> same <laughs> <laughs> it was it that's was f- incredible
1: <laughs> i love that so much I
0: will, I will raise you one annie i will raise you one i was posting my death note fan art when i was 12
1: damn on TV and art. damn i do so, know what that is Argu- arguably so cooler you've watched though two anime in your life i just you know what it's weird about death note is i watched that that funky live action one that came out like last couple years or whatever <laughs> That that was, that's that's my intro- I mean, I saw in the culture, like I saw Death Note around. Like I know what Vampire Hunter D is, but like in the high school I went to, everyone was obsessed with Dragon Ball, and it, it was like when I was a kid, <laughs> and my mom like wouldn't stop playing Aerosmith, and now I hate those things. <laughs> I hate Dragon Ball and I hate Aerosmith. <laughs> it's like don't I have to? I can little 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 portions of things before I get blown out. <laughs> uh, so
2: where were we? <laughs> God, where, where uh, are we? We were
0: we? Reading some brand new sentences. Steven Tyler, if you're oh, listening yeah. to this man, I'm
1: so sorry. You know?
0: No, no, you don't need to be sorry. Dude, that he's a noiser.
1: You don't you don't think he, he's that guy's a noiser, big time. That's what's going on. Man. This guy's got so many tapes.
3: <laughs> and all the tapes have like war pictures on the cover. Like <laughs> yeah. casualties of war, like Like, photocopied 12 times.
1: Yeah.
0: I would like to read this brand new paragraph to you.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Go ahead. It takes about 25 listens to the record to get a real handle on each song, and when you do, you don't know how to react. The album is that, impenetrable. You hear screaming, but the only comprehensible phrases you can make out have something to do with pink noise and zoo animals. (laughs) 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 Um, so what do X models sound like? Well, if you can imagine a horny chimp on amphetamines screeching into a microphone while the boarders play Fugazi as if performed by Captain Beefheart's magic band while also on amphetamines, you'd be on the right track.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's actually not that bad. I don't even think that's that doesn't sound all that insulting. That's pretty good.
2: (laughs) That's so wild to me, though, because, like, I don't think that about the? I don't think this is inaccessible at all yeah I and don't I'm think a so either like complains about noise music often
0: I didn't even hear the lyrics about the zoo animals because one of my jokes l- like that I was gonna make is that I was sensing like a profound lack of zoo themes that <laughs> I had expected from the title like I was I was really hoping that it was gonna be zoo themed music like some midi flute like like the zoo tycoon theme um <laughs> But it's just some guys yelling about their wieners, like.
1: <laughs> I know, that's what my band is too, and I gotta tell you, it's hard to write lyrics uh, that are different than that, you know. True. <laughs> it's tough, but, you know. The thing is, just like, um, I was gonna say the uh, zoo psychology of the name. I think is like, uh, you know, if maybe I'm saying the obvious here. So if I am, I'm sorry, but um, it's I think it's a metaphor for having sex like an animal. Obviously, it's like yeah you know that's that's the whole thing and so i actually wrote when i wrote shaheen an email to ask him one of the things i was curious about I was like can you tell me if you know of a resource where i can actually look at the lyrics i was like i don't i don't really know what the lyrics are <laughs> and he was like look he was like let's not go there like i don't think i want you guys discussing the lyrical content there was a lot of things i forgot yeah he was like i forgot no but he was saying there was a lot of things about quote-unquote boning <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah and I, that cracked me. I was like, you know what, my band too, and that's that's totally real.
2: I was actually going to make a comment that every resource I have looked up on the internet says there is no available lyric sheet anywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's funny that that guy started that review with like you had to listen to it twenty five times because one of the only discernible lyrics on the record is, um, <laughs> they start a song and he goes, "It takes three weeks of your life to buy a mattress." That's the lyrics, clear as day. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's absolute chaos dude Thanks. It's like... thank you <laughs>
1: yeah it's <laughs> so i, I, I mean, would that...
3: feel
0: chaotic too if you didn't have a mattress for three weeks like, yeah, like let's be real
1: what are you even doing why does it take you three weeks can't you just get one of those ones that are all folded up from amazon what is this like 2002 <laughs> <laughs> i think the reason like those those reviewers they they hear the music is because their 2002 brains hadn't like, noise now is, like, so common, you know? It's, like, everywhere yeah. in the culture and our ears have, and our brains and our neuroplasticity and stuff have all come around to this concept. Not everyone, but, like, it's it's not as obscure at all. But, like, if you can imagine somebody who was, what I mean, what the hell was popular in 2002, like, Arcade Fire, and then, like, you know... Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. Spider- <laughs> <laughs> the Spider-Man theme song was massive in 2002. <laughs> But it was like, um, people uh, loved that like Justin Five Timberlake then. Song, what did you say?
0: That Five for Fighting song was popular in 2002. That's what I know about 2002.
1: I don't remember anything from that time. I'm trying to remember. I wasn't listening to anything on the radio, so I couldn't even tell you. But I just I just know that like in the late 90s when I first heard bands like Arab on Radar, I, I literally didn't know what I was hearing.
2: And it, <laughs> it sounds... I was actually going to bring them up.
1: Yeah, and that's not even like a, a like a ch- like trying to be like charming or something. I they're from my town. I saw them a lot. They were always on shows that I was going to see, and I would always be like, "What the f- are these dudes doing, man?" Like, I was like a kid, and it would be four dudes wearing diapers, like playing guitar, <laughs> um, out of PA heads instead of amps, and it, I just was like, "I don't even know what I'm hearing at all." And what's crazy is, is one day I heard them, and I was like, "This is this is literally the best thing I've ever heard." I've never heard music. I, I it, like it's like my brain had to catch up on a physical level. It had to create a neural pathway that that labeled Araban Radar in order for me to understand it, and um and I think that's probably why like back then you know that zoo psychology is just like way too challenging of a listen for most people. And and what's weird is it's not weird at all. Not surprisingly, Shaheen was telling me about how Weasel Walter uh, Walters from um, the Flying Ludenbachers, who also plays with Lydia Lunch. Um, and is is basically considered sort of like a um, kind of a challenging music uh, savant, and um, he he's older than us, and he took them under his wing and and tried to get them from other mathematics to zoo psychology by um, ripping CDs of like really obscure up music that he had, and they they were t- he was telling me about this in the email, and I thought that is the coolest thing ever, you know? That is
2: incredible. Yeah. Right.
1: Like Weasel is considered a legend to certain people. So Yeah. He's is, he's a cool dude. Yeah. What's what's the name of that, that group he drums in with Lydia Lunch? Do you know?
3: Uh Big Sexy Noise. Was that Big Sexy Noise or was that um Retrovirus?
1: It's Retrovirus, yeah. With Tim Dahl from um Childbite. No, not Child Bite, uh, yeah. Child Abuse.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Retrovirus. But we all know how Nick feels about Lydia Lunch, so
1: she's my favorite. She loves techno, which is why I love her, and <laughs> she's really into knob-turning.
3: Yeah. Techno-head <laughs> techno Lydia love.
1: She loves that we meet. We, were, we meet right in the middle there. <laughs> she loves EBM like I love EBM. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense. My, my gripe with that is like a, the gripe of like a, you know, I don't know. Been like an ignorant 23 year old who's on tour in his band and thinks he knows everything. So it probably should be disregarded by the 38 year old I am today. <laughs> we could start fresh with Lydia Lunch's catalog.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I said I was going to bring up Arab on Radar because when I was listening to this, they were actually the first band I thought of because one, lyrical content. Just about mm-hmm. wieners and stuff was like 100%. I think that was just a thing with those. This is literally is Shaheen's worst really nightmare. Down.
1: This is exactly what he didn't want us to do. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I don't want to discuss the lyrics because you guys are going to figure out that we're just talking about our wieners. Like, you're going to say wiener and I'm going to jump off of a building.
2: <laughs> but yeah, no. How about weenie?
0: How do you feel about weenie? Weenie.
1: I don't know. I think it's all fair game, yeah, considering weenie. how absurd how absurd men are, are about their weenies. You know, we've had some ones when I was a kid that were pretty good. Ween it was one. It, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say ween it. I have.
0: I have only heard actual adults ever use the word weenie seriously. In That's, crazy.
1: That's crazy.
3: That's <laughs> crazy. Do we know how many? I've seen things. Tuesday. Didn't you say you were going to look up how many euphemisms we can use for this on the radio?
0: Oh yeah, I was gonna make a. Do they have a list?
1: Like they have an accepted list
3: of words? Yeah. For. P-
0: I was more so just gonna go by like omission. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are what are the euphemisms that they didn't say we couldn't say?
1: Right. You could you ha- you could have some workarounds that would be probably really easy to create. I'm I don't know what happened to me. The older I get, the more I use the word peepee, and I feel like. <laughs> because it's the funniest thing. I'm like, what, what is that? Where does that even come from? Like, what is peepee? That's crazy. Who came up with that? The first person to say peepee? I don't know. <laughs> like you I I know, I, I don't.
0: I don't. Literally. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about. I'm just thinking about peepee, like the um the artist toy that is very popular online right now. I
3: literally used the word uh peepee last <laughs> night in reference to John Cale's.
1: Why are you talking about John Cale? I don't know.
2: My favorite part about this whole conversation is that it's on brand for this record, so it's like not even off topic one hundred percent. Good, yeah.
3: Oh my God, geez. Please look at the picture Tuesday son. Hold on. You
1: have to. Let's see. I don't use Instagram on my desktop. Let me hold. All right, let's see.
0: He's really good. He's really nice. He looks nice. like a peepee.
1: Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Yeah. Why is um, he in this like dirt tunnel? Because
0: <laughs> he's a fugitive. He's a fugitive and he's on the run from yeah, the law. Yeah, on the run. This is canon.
1: This is also this is kind of a metaphor. There's like a peepee in a long dark tunnel right now, so it's clearly. Wow. Yeah, and it's clearly a little wet in the front. There's like a dry patch in the middle, which is unusual, yeah. but we can work with that.
3: Nick, we're giving you, Can you please, I'm giving you the award for please listen to I'm giving you the award for the horniest comment on the podcast What so up? <laughs>
1: Fully horny Alright, I'm gonna listen to this song Here we go First of all, it's called Peepee's Theme
2: I want to hug my boy No, I'm done Nope what?
3: Definitely, definitely <laughs> able to put Peepee's Theme in the comments
2: I can put 10 seconds of pee pee themes in there.
1: They're doing they're doing this intentionally, right? They know what they're doing. There's no way. <laughs>
0: it's so so basically <laughs> basically this is a remake of an actual uh, bootleg Furby that was released in 1999 and um. Uh, subsequently pulled from the market for copyright infringement, uh, which is called a hoodie pet. And so basically they just remade the hoodie pet, but 20 years later, because they're not going to bother to sue them now. This is insane. And now you can just buy them. Alright, that makes sense, because when I first saw it, I <laughs> Hello, thought PB. it looked like a
1: Furby a little bit.
0: He's just... He's There's PB. a lot of Furbies today.
1: We were, smo- we were looking at this dank ganja Furby earlier, <laughs> called Swampy maybe.
0: <laughs> Swampy!
1: Yeah, this guy's dankish look at this guy <laughs> he's stoned man he's toast
0: he's so there's so much like drama online about swampy like
1: well I have some questions about so swampy right now bad.
0: they're like they're like you should sell swampy to me right now I would take good care of him you're neglecting him and he's probably are these
1: are these two different swamps? These guys that I'm looking at at the top? One has hair and, and both ears and the other one doesn't have any hair in one ear.
0: <laughs> he's kinda he's kinda gone down a really swift decline in his Tumblr fame. He, like he already kinda looked rough and then he lost an ear. And like the bone, not even just the ear, but like the bone of his ear is God gone.
1: Damn.
0: Like that doesn't just happen. He
1: looks like he smokes weed. <laughs>
0: He looks like he is weed. He looks like yeah,
1: he does. He looks like a nug. This guy's so dank, it's crazy.
0: He probably smells like it too. Uh, He probably smells very. This is not
1: helping me. This is how I'm with coffee. Like I have to like steer clear if it like Twin Peaks because every time that guy lifts a cup of coffee to his lips, I'm like uh and I see this (laughs) swampy Furby and I'm like I'm out of weed right now. No, well.
0: Um, I also want to show you the Furby that was found buried in the desert. <laughs> uh, name of Bumbleweed.
3: Um, Nick, if it wasn't clear, Tuesday is a Furby obsessive and owns many Furbies.
1: Oh. I have
0: around 40 Whoa. right now.
1: Do you have a Swampy? <laughs> no, I we don't. we got to get you a Swampy. I'm looking um, after this. That's going to be like my goal for the next month.
0: <laughs> oh, thank yeah. you. Good luck, though the eBay ma- the eBay market is sad here's crazy. the thing,
1: I- I'm not even kidding. I know this guy. When eBay first started, he became one of the world's first eBay power sellers, and he has he had. I used to work for this dude, and he has when we were writing our first um, record, and he has like warehouses filled to the brim with toys and comics and video games. It's it's crazy. Oh,
3: you could try it for ask him. He might uh, have a Furby. That's what I'm
1: saying. Or he might know who does. It's, it's... it's oh, wow. <laughs> no, this poor Furby. Wow. Jesus That's Christ. rough. That's like a zombie one.
0: <laughs> they found him in the desert. I think they got him working, actually.
2: This, I don't... Uh,
1: this makes for
0: um,
2: great
3: radio.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. So this new Furby is like, he's basically sun bleached to hell, covered in dirt. He looks, He looks like a zombie, like, kind of like... Like one of the desert zombies you'd see in an old 70s zombie film. One of the eyes is like, it looks deceased. It looks, it looks, speaking of Laura Palmer, it looks like Laura, speaking of Twin Peaks, it looks like Laura Palmer without the plastic.
0: You're right. The one on the right is what he would have looked like originally. Oh my
2: God. Um, see there, we we didn't end up talking about the lyrics. We just completely sidetracked to talk about furbies for a while. This is like
1: a meme about I'm like.
0: Sorry, this is what happened. This is like a
1: meme about like, uh, like what noise does to you. Like you start off all fresh listening to Lightning Bolt, and you end up like this other guy over here listening to Rita. Uh.
3: This guy looks like he's kind of like a crust punk Furby a little bit. Like he looks like he, he like, yeah, he, he rail. It's, it,
1: it's the amoebic Furby. It's like <laughs>
3: <laughs> this Furby really enjoys Disclose.
1: This is perfect. This is good. Um, he, he needs an ass flap thing to sit on for his punk pants. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> I think that Furby looking at it. I bet he's hot for discourse.
1: Mhm. <laughs> mhm. I mean I think thought, about think oh about the God. metaphor this guy was buried in the desert.
2: <laughs> he's got some things to say. He was all say.
1: up in the desert just buried. All right, we should move on. I don't want to be that guy anymore. I've I've reached my I've reached my limit. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that guy I'm not this, anymore. I'm not the man I was one I'm moment different.
0: ago. <laughs> Please Abraham, I'm not that man.
2: Um, I wanted to ask a question because I, <laughs> I showed this album to a couple of people who have like been in this scene around here and they all say this, this album is like incredibly important, which I was shocked by, but I like the band, the blood brothers and I see mm-hmm. them come up a lot around this band. And I know that this band came way before them or way before being two years. Guess
3: what? On Rate but. Your Music, Blood Brothers are also rated as Sasscore. I knew
2: that was
1: coming. I <laughs> knew oh my it. God. See, that makes sense. <laughs> they are the epitome of Sascor. So, it's weird that you did Jesse this. Eisenberg. Oh, my God. I'm about to pull this insane full circle. I got to tell you. I, let me just derail what you're about to show us. But, like, so our bass player used to in he used to work at a record store here called Newberry Comics, and he had like a really classic like 70s spinal tap like mustache and haircut he looked insane he looked like a like a, a crazy drug addled he-man action figure
3: oh hell yeah <laughs> and yeah. Fred
1: Durst walked in one day and, <laughs> and walked right up to Sam and said hey man I'm shooting a period piece from the 70s here in Providence he's like do you want to be in my movie and he was like <laughs> S- Sam was like Yeah, of course. So it's a movie starring Jesse Eisenberg. (laughs) And uh, there's a scene where they like walk into this bar and on, on like the I think it's the left side you see at the bar. It's like Fred Durst and our bass player having a conversation with like Jesse Eisenberg being like closed in upon like in a different part of the room. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that full <laughs> circle for those of you who don't know, which is everyone no, that's sick. we were talking about Bizkit before the podcast.
3: That's a sick um, mm-hmm. daughter's fact that we <laughs> share. with the,
1: I like that fact. There is a weird. Um,
0: I would like someone to read the Jesse
3: Eisenberg interview that. Can we? Who wants was. to be Jesse and Eisenberg like. and who wants to be the interviewer? Uh, uh, role play.
1: Uh, <laughs> I could be the interviewer. Let switch the roles for
3: me. Okay, a cool. Devlin, I think you have Jesse Eisenberg energy. <laughs> <laughs> i don't
2: don't know how to feel about that but i accept it
0: (laughs) okay
2: okay okay fine fine fine
0: okay and scene
2: people in the street say mean things to me like what I get called Napoleon Dynamite because I have curly hair. I live in New York City and I ride a bicycle. I always bike down 9th Avenue and there's this kid who goes to school there named Abraham. Every time I pass him, he calls me Napoleon Dynamite. He screams it out and his friends laugh. That was a fine movie, but I wasn't in it.
1: (laughs) What do you say back?
2: I say, please, Abraham. I'm not that man.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) And we are all not that man. That's what I like about that.
2: Anyway, that's, that's um, insane. I was going to say and ask for your opinion, uh, Nick. Do you think that this band had any influence over, like, the Blood Brothers or bands that, like, were like them?
1: I don't. I don't know for sure, obviously, but I think it's entirely possible because. Um, Although I personally see X models as being a standout and different from the blood brothers and daughters and a lot of stuff. I think we all at that time sort of had some kind of awareness of each other in a general sense. Um, Mm. It, every, everything seemed to be kind of um, almost like a close conversation of like, it's sort of like no wave, like no wave is really only a a, a certain collection of bands and that's it. It's Mm -hmm. like 10 bands or 10 groups of people um, and I guess there's some solo artists in there and then, and then that's no wave. Nothing else is no wave. Everything is just what happens after no wave that includes no wave. And so it's kind of like that, you know, like daughters w- was listening to a little bit of blood brothers, you know, um, blood brothers and daughters toured together. Um, daughters and ex models played shows together. Um, you know, it was really, um, scene- scenes then were different. They weren't quite as separate. As well. And so there was a lot more melding of shows. Like the one of the first, I think the very I think maybe daughter's second or third show was with this Italian crust band who had come over here called <laughs> Bastards. It was like a legendary crust like crust grindcore kind of thing. And um but um, it was just like that then.
0: I, I like the term Italian crust. I like the term Italian crust, Italo but crust. consider Biscotti. <laughs> <laughs>
1: full biscotti core band came over
0: anyway go ahead yeah
1: yeah i don't know i i think it's entirely possible i think um i showed my partner um x models when i told her i was gonna do this and she immediately drew the line between x models and blood brothers but at the same time culturally on a much larger scale like everybody was doing sassy
3: mm-hmm.
1: like it wasn't necessarily like sass core makes sense to me because it's describing like something that's connected to like punk and hardcore i suppose and then but like you could find this stuff like everywhere. Like for instance, all those bands like, um, like uh, like the Hives and stuff. Those were all major rock bands, top forty groups. But they were also doing the same sassy thing. And then it even goes a little further back to like, um, Makeup, the Makeup, um, which was mm. kind of like maybe kicked the whole resurgence of kind of like sassy rock and roll off. Uh, which is I, I don't know if you're familiar, but that's Ian Svenonius.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah yeah um makeup was like highly sassy and then is is sort of why at that time everyone started dyeing their hair black and and going mod and wearing like white belts and black tight black clothes and stuff they were all kind of like more or less kicked off by what the makeup did um in hardcore you know and punk and stuff like this so uh i don't even remember what talk about anymore but i don't think the x models is like the blood brothers i just think that because everyone was doing sassy that's like probably the closest connection you could make in a in a in an extreme music kind of sense um Mm -hmm. or like an underground music kind of sense i should say (laughs) blood brothers is not really very extreme but yeah and it's like how like just a handful of years later everybody was singing in a falsetto that was like the next thing that happened like people were just singing in falsetto voices oh yeah it it happens like that people we all just kind of discover the same at the same time especially with the internet super easy at this point you know like post-punk renewal uh post-punk revival they're calling it now you know we all randomly suddenly are in post-punk bands you know at the same time it is it always works that way
3: people just try and categorize things like they just want to box things so
1: how y'all feel about scrams have you heard have you heard about scrams
3: (laughs) Um, I
2: I like Scrams. My
3: favorite Scrams band is an Edmonton band called I Hate Sex. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Very good band. Um, Most famous for being on Laura Less's shirt in a 100 Gex video. Um, Okay. Yes, that's... uh, I Hate Sex were a really great band, but they're considered a Scrams band. It's just like... It's kind of just a term for like... Eat, like screamo where they don't know how to scream <laughs> yeah
1: pretty much I, I used to do sound for i did sound for a long time before the last autos record came out and um it was a great job i loved it and um, i worked at a non-profit and um we have a, an entirely open door policy there and it's also 100 free speech so if you like you want to walk in that place and say something entirely problematic they're really like well you know this is entirely free speech people can watch you or they can't And by that same token, it's like literally any music except there is an original music policy. So it just has to be stuff that you wrote. You can't do covers there yeah, because they're trying to boycott, um, you know, uh, having to pay royalties um, on, on, you know, when when artists aren't even going to get ever see that money unless they're huge. Um, Anyway, Mm -hmm. long story short, I walked in one night and there was like these younger folks playing in a band. And I was like, yo, you look exactly like we did. I'm like, what is happening here? I like asked some kid. I'm like, what is this? They're like wearing the same clothes I had. It's so strange. (laughs) I'm like, what? And they were like, oh, these are like Scrams bands. And I was like, Scrams, huh? That's strange. And then I'm listening to it. I'm like, no, man, these are like straight up Screamo bands. So like that's after the show, I was like, yo, what is Scrams? (laughs) And they were like, it's actually just basically Screamo. And then I, I looked it up and like, there's a whole... Gr- I didn't realize there's a whole group of people who had discovered Screamo, rediscovered this stuff, rebranded it Scrams, and then brought back, like, band names and album titles that are, like, ten sentences long, like, full narrative band names and stuff. Like, we used to have... Like, you remember that band, You Will Know Us by The trail of the Dead?
3: Yes. That,
1: <laughs> they, they were not really a Screamo band, but they totally... That that band name is exemplary of the era. Anyway, Scrams, man. That's so Screamo. <laughs> I can't believe I, uh, that.
2: I grew up, I grew up playing in scrams bands in high school, and I nice. had sentence long band names. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, I'm, all right. Let me clarify though. Those. I didn't mean t- I didn't mean to derogate anyone. I'm if I'm derogating anyone, it's it's father time for making me an old dude. You know, because <laughs> to just to just live past all that and then turn around and I'm like, oh my god, I'm at that f- age where the sh- that I was doing when I was like eighteen is now, like, it's come back and it, around and it's cool. It's, like, it's a, it's, a, it's a trip when that happens. It's very strange to see that. That's
0: <laughs> how I feel about, like, seeing people who are seen now.
3: Yeah, why are like, why why seen kids, it. like, it's a huge trip, because it's, like, as the internet advances culture more and more, like, culture moves quicker. So it's, like, the 90s are suddenly back, and then after that it's, like, whoa, all of these, like, Gen Z suddenly, like, like there was this like thing going around where it was like a Gen Z making a compilation on TikTok of like high school in twenty ten and they're like, Wow, I wish I w- I wish I was there. And it's like, honey, no you don't. <laughs> like...
0: Honestly, like, um the only social media <laughs> I even enjoy anymore is candypandards.com. That's <laughs> candy with a K, like the like the bee. Um,
1: Whoa uh, I knew that shit was about to come back. I could see it starting to emerge.
0: Oh, it's back on TikTok. And all the forums look like MySpace of back in the day. But then you read everyone's bios and they're like, I'm 15.
1: That's so crazy. I was born in
0: 2005.
1: (laughs) Ugh. Young people are sick, though, man. I I get all (laughs) stoked on young people all the damn time, man. It's just like... Man, what a cool way to be. You're just like literally in a way you don't give a. F-. You give too too many f- and at the same time you're like, I don't give a. F-. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a cool way to be. I knew that it was coming back with the candy because in my town we have a really prominent art college called Rhode Island School of Design and um, we also have Brown University here. All of a sudden in the last like two years, I see people walking around in Jenkos and I was like, get <laughs> the f- out of here. And like, they don't even look good. They look, I, I will. Sh- at them. It looks horrible. It, it looked horrible when we were doing it. It looks horrible on them. I'm like seeing these folks walking across the street. I'm like, that sucks, man. Like, and, but, and then, and then my buddy Tope.
0: I, for one, love to look horrible. I mean, it cat. I'm sorry.
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm getting you some jenkos. Then we're doing this. Okay, cool. We're gonna be mentally ill, wet as f- wearing jenkos. <laughs> Yeah, man, my, my buddy Toby and his band Soft Kill just uh, did an album and they have these two these two women on the cover from the '90s, an old photo that his, his wife has of their her friends and they're candied out so candied out it blew my mind when I saw it because I was I was like I used to, I was literally in love with girls like this in the '90s I, they were like it like I thought they were like the most amazing crazy aliens I, it was like I would go to the mall that's what we did we like went to the mall and candied out and I would try to like talk to them. it's crazy it's crazy
2: (laughs) just to bring it back around now um i'm curious what your favorite songs are on this record
3: um hot for discourse obviously
1: i don't know any song titles let me look at this real quick i'm really bad with song titles and and names and I like Rip This Joint. Uh no, that's a solid one. Y'all can't you'll have to look it up. Rip This Joint is real short. It's twenty four seconds long. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but it rips, man. It's like I'm sure they called it Rip This Joint literally because it just rips.
2: I
3: think Devlin but mentioned should... that too. Devlin, you mentioned Rip This Joint, didn't you?
2: Yeah, I, I really like Rip This Joint and the uh, the uh, the single it seems to be of Sex Automata mm-hmm. just just goes. So sex I automata.
1: Sounds a little like their old record.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's, like, that's one of those tunes where you can kind of hear what they were up to before. But these song titles are nuts. Should we go through the track listing so people can hear? Or do you think it, for them to look it up is enough? No,
3: you can read through them if you'd like.
2: I, I would really appreciate you reading them <laughs> I'm going
1: to do it. I'm going to do it. All right. Starting with track one, to the music. Track two, intro. You see what they did there? <laughs> track three, pink noise. Sex Automata. Hot for discourse that's hot with two T's and the number four. No, Lead
3: Speak. What's that? Lead Speak. My, my name on Discord isn't Lead Speak.
1: <laughs> What's Lead Speak? I'm oh, missing out like- on all kinds of <laughs> sh-. You guys are catching me up on all these things.
2: In the early 2000s, people started putting numbers into everything. We're trying to make it like the new way to talk online. And it was called Lead Speak, but it was L33T Speak.
1: Oh, I didn't know that had a name. That's cool.
3: It's just replacing... Yeah, Yeah.
1: That's why here Annie's thing is Forney 13.
3: Yes. (laughs)
1: Forn 13. Yeah, that
3: would
1: be it. We got Oi Como Sha. We got What Is The Price. Brand New Panties. The Mystery (laughs) of Brine. Oh, bringing it back. Uh, Also bringing it back. Hey, Boner. (laughs) Cool. cool. Yeah, Um, pee-pee. Pee-pee. Hey, pee-pee. Uh, Cool killer, rip this joint. The password is Pelican, and then three weeks, as you as you heard me uh, mention earlier, to buy a mattress.
3: (laughs) 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 It's a twenty minute album, like it's super short.
1: I just found the old Pitchfork review. They gave it a really high score. They gave it an eight point two.
3: Oh damn!
2: Oh damn!
3: Pitchfork Pitchfork ratings have always like perplexed me. Because it's like, what does 8.2 mean? Like, why can't you just give it an 8 or an 8.5 or an 8 or like a 9?
1: Yeah, what did they have to do to get those two decimal points in there? I don't know. <laughs> like, what, what, was the, what was the deciding factor? Like, I don't know, man. He said three weeks, though. And you're like, yeah, you're right. Alright, 0.2. Yeah, I don't know. This is kind of interesting. It's kind of funny because Pitchfork has notoriously kind of disliked my band, but I'm like, oh, okay. So you like the X Models, though? Fine you guys (laughs) (laughs) whatever i get it we're not as good
2: i guess just looking at the time we should start wrapping this up uh what are final thoughts on zoo psychology by x models here
3: i think it slaps are you asking me (laughs) collective question i think it's i think it's not i think it's solid 20 minutes of like pure chaos it's it's very enjoyable
1: devlin how do you feel
2: I actually think it's incredible. I cleaned my kitchen for this, this morning and I was having a great time. I was like, it like woke me up. I was like, yeah, I am ready for the day just listening to like Sex Automata while washing my dishes.
3: I mean, solid.
2: I don't know. It's awesome. I think it rocks.
1: Anyway, X Models Record, super good. I love it. I'm glad you guys are into it. Um, that's one of the other reasons I was hoping maybe if I could talk about it more, maybe it would gain a new audience or something, just spread the word. I would say this too, if you're listening, not to keep dragging this out, but if you hear zoo psychology and you you, you don't dig it, check out the previous record, other mathematics. That's a little more, um, that's maybe a little more tangible. Mm-hmm. That one's more of a like kind of a like a quick rock and roll band. I don't know what the hell I'm saying. It's you know those quick <laughs> bands. <laughs> quick My
3: favorite genre, quick, just like quick music. Yeah,
1: quick, quick core,
2: rapid music. <laughs> rapid somebody
1: they're like rolling stones or elvis (laughs) but rapid
2: (laughs) (laughs) somebody on uh rate your music i think this will be my 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 final joke about uh genre names here has called uh x models uh new york new skronk get the are you kidding Uh, me no
1: when is skronk gonna go away this is crazy. There was like a span of five years where people... No, this this Skronk thing is real and I'm just dragging this out. I'm just going to keep going until you cut me off. But there was a period of like five or six, maybe even eight years where like Daughters was sometimes referred to as a Skronk <laughs> band. And to this day, we we still make jokes about it. We have a, like a litany of jokes about it. and. I thought it came from, I mean, I know what Skronk originally is. It's like a version of, if you don't know Skronk, I think if I remember correctly, Skronk is like some version of jazz way back. Um, And then they use it to describe other like angular and disjointed types of music like Zoo Psychology. And it started to come back recently. I didn't know it hit X models, but when that band uh, Muse came out and got big, they did a lightning bolt cover like right in the beginning and it was like a press sensation because lightning bolt was also starting to catch steam and and no one could have imagined that like a band like muse would have heard about lightning bolt and light uh, muse did an interview about it and they were like lightning bolts this band from boston they're not they're from providence he was like they play in abandoned art galleries that's not true what the (laughs) is an abandoned art gallery and like look what what is the draw (laughs) and and it was like, they're a Scronk <laughs> band. And it was just like, our, you know, lightning balls from my town. The whole no. town was like... <laughs> oh, what is this now? Okay. Anyway. All right. Anyway. Um. remember, Remember when you said I didn't have to follow... You said I didn't have to follow your server anymore after this. I don't think I can stop following your server. This has to like...
3: Um, for the audience, for this the is audience, awesome. Tuesday has sent us a nightcore remix of Frankie Teardrop by Suicide.
2: Okay, <laughs> I just before we finish the Skronk conversation though, I wanna I wanna say that I looked up Skronk's definition and I have two very funny things. Oh um, Jesus Christ. So the dictionary definition of Skronk uh described as pronounced as skrank for one. And um <laughs> Yeah, the, what? The, that's what it says. No, anyway,
1: that's No, that's crazy. That, anyway, we're not it's doing that.
2: Defined as, it has <laughs> it used in a sentence underneath it, and it's, in the right hands, skronk can be sublime. <laughs> and then I also want to pull a Canadianism in here, because I what came up is the Canadian Urban Dictionary. And in Saskatchewan, skronk is a slang for sex mainly used by teenagers. That
3: before
1: that, does, that doesn't make sex happen, that's what I know.
2: Anyway, we should wrap this up, <laughs> Nick. What have you been listening to lately?
1: Good question. Um, you know what? I'm like, I always cycle through music very, very quickly, like fast enough where I'm like, you know, like need it, got it, need it, got it. This is great, this is good, and, and then I kind of just forget about stuff. Um, the things that are sticking lately are, um. Uh I really like this guy, God of War, highly prolific, he just sent me a care package that was like sixteen releases and and that was like two weeks ago and he's already released like two more records it's, it's crazy, <laughs> oh my God, um, I like prolific. this old Russian group my friend turned me on to called the demolition group it's okay. kind of like it's like uh it's it's sort of a post punk thing, but it sort of is like art of noises. Do you know this group
3: oh yeah, um Oh, what was, they had a really big hit when they, um, when they did that noise, remix, sorry, not, not yeah, noises. they did that remix with, um, shit, what's his name, You remember that, like, 80s, like, TV personality who was, like, a, um, he was, like, a robot, and he, he had sunglasses, yeah, Max Headroom, they, they oh did yeah, this, he, like, was like, he was, like, he was, like, the first AI, <laughs> yeah, it was, like, the Max Headroom remix, it was, uh. It was an interesting
1: song. It's good. Art of Art Noise is pretty, it's pretty gnarly. They got... Yeah. Definitely check that out. Decide for yourself. It might also strike you as annoying. Um, Demolition Group isn't annoying, but they use a lot of probably similar machines and stuff to get the sounds and, and maybe just the, um, the general sound of that time period. Phil, my friend Phil, also turned me on to this amazing group called From Nursery to Misery. Um, that's fascinating it's like if the bills of gray gardens started like a really depressed um like synth goth thing <laughs> um a lo- it, this is from like a, a way back it's it's totally like an outsider group they're like shut out they're like shut-ins and hoarders and they just decided to buy some keyboards and like start this band
3: that's pretty sad um, there's
1: like a little documentary about them um and then other than that you know i'm just going through like I, I, I waited the longest to get Spotify. I j- literally just got it, and I'm just going through like random playlists of genres that I like, like EBM. I like, I like a lot of like industrial and dance music. Anything that sounds like really dark and sexy, anything that sounds like a knife or a leather glove is kind of my s. Sh- Such uh, as
3: iconic industrial band and everybody's favorite best industrial band, KMFDM.
1: Yeah, you gotta what fuck with KMFDM. Whole, I mean, I can understand if you don't like joke, it because not sorry. everything's good, but. <laughs> that, that not everything they do is good but today i was playing for my girlfriend one called uh vomito negro uh which i accidentally oh, yeah, just played yeah. sorry I don't, yeah i
3: know Negro." And,
1: yeah and i was like you know making like inappropriate like sounds as i was driving she's like <laughs> it's like playing and i'm going <sighs> you know like over there um because that music is is actually really sexy um you know pretty much anything like a test department oh and i listened to this podcast called um Uh oh God. Hold on, I'm just gonna look at it. You should check this out if you don't already listen to it. It's it's really good, a lot of fun. I find all kinds of great music because of these guys called Noise Extra. It's it's literally a noise podcast. They do the same thing. They play like a a hunk of music at the beginning, but they're always talking about stuff I've never heard and everything they play. Well, not every not 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 always, but sometimes they'll 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 dredge up these things I've never heard of. Like um The reason I brought it up because this is incredible and you guys might like it. Um you too is that right is that how you pronounce that U <laughs> two, i don't hold on i'm trying to find that right you mean if the ad and like bono i don't know you know what just check that podcast out i'm sure you'll find all kinds of interesting stuff these folks have amazing taste and they've been engaged in noise uh on a, on a like direct underground level for like decades like way longer than it is has become popular now they've just been doing it for a minute and so they got all the stuff they got all the stuff
3: I wish for the life of me I downloaded it years ago, um, but this guy had a collection like of thousands of '80s noise tapes, and he uploaded them Whoa. all into once like one big file, and you could download it all. But none of the none of the files are attached like attributed to any names or any anything. They just have like a song name and that's it that's crazy but it's an amazing library if i can find it again i'll show it i'll send it to you guys but it's it's beautiful it's awesome
1: please do and also just to to shed some light on this podcast when, when it says a noise podcast it doesn't necessarily mean like a wall of harsh noise or just textures and things it's a pretty broad way of describing um a music that contains like sort of noise components and stuff so yeah they do cover things that are pretty harsh but they also cover things that kind of f- fit uh, in a loose sense as well guys so no, I'm like, gonna cut it off because I will keep talking I will go and go and go thank you yeah, so much think, for having me on here
2: yeah thank you so much for coming on yeah but anyway uh let's I think that's enough for today <laughs> um, <laughs> Enough of this <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you very, very much for coming on. It was a pleasure to have you.
1: No problem. I had a lot of fun. Thank you very much for having me and um withstanding my attempts to be funny.
3: No, no, you're funny, you're good.
1: <laughs> you were funny. You're funny. You're very funny. I like it.
2: My name is Devlin Galloway. You can follow me at Devlin Galloway on Twitter and Instagram. Like it's not that exactly anymore, but I don't want to go through the habit of having to say it. You'll figure it out. Um, you can <laughs> follow this podcast at Music is Good Pod on Twitter and Instagram.
3: Um, yeah. I'm Annie Negrin. Um You can follow me at uh, Tanky Teardrop. Uh, uh, where can we find you, Nick?
1: Nick A. Sadler on Instagram. <laughs> um, and I welcome everyone. Send me a message if you want to ask any questions about uh, anything we spoke about today or you just want to talk about music or something. I love to hear from folks. So please do.
3: Awesome. Well, thank you for being on, Nick. We really appreciate that.
1: No problem. Thank you for having me, and and good luck with your podcast. Thank
3: you.
2: Thank you. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye.